Eagles Entertainment. On Monday, September 13th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, coach. Thanks for taking the time today. We'll get started here with Ruben Frank and then Tim McManus. Hey, Nick. Um, I wanted to ask you about Hassan Ridgeway. And uh, obviously, you guys caught him a couple weeks ago, brought him back. Uh, he's a guy you're familiar with uh, from Indy. How did that go when you had to tell him uh, he was released or when you spoke with him after that? What was your message to him? And how did he respond? And obviously, how he played yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, obviously I'll keep the entire conversation private, just any conversation I have with any player private. But, um, you know, he was, he was, it's all, anytime you cut somebody, it's all, that's always hard. And, you know, he, he was, we knew he, we knew we were going to need him and we knew we wanted him back uh, on the team. And so um, he was awesome. He was, he's ready to go. And he's just got that uh, ability to, to, to move on and play on and, um, he really he really helped us out last uh, yesterday over there in Atlanta. Tim and then Rob Motti. Hey Nick, um, can you give us a, an injury update real quick? Ertz, Epps, JJ, and anybody else who uh, we may have missed. Yeah, sure. Uh, JJ's ankle. He's a uh, day to day. Zach's hamstring. Um, you know, we we're just being cautious there. He's he obviously came back in and played. Um, we're still evaluating through with him. Uh, Marcus uh, is still in the uh, concussion protocol. Go ahead, Rob, and then Mike Kay. Hey, Nick, after such a convincing victory yesterday against Atlanta, how do you make sure that the guys bring the same energy, same preparation, and avoid a letdown? Yeah, Rob, you know, we got to – it's – you can't just we, – we've been kind of talking about dog mentality over and over and over again, like – and so dog mentality isn't just when we talked about it yesterday at the at the press conference, dog mentality is just not like, hey, I made a good play here, so I'm playing the next play, right? That's part of it, right? Or hey, I made a bad play here and I'm playing the next play and having this short memory, right? It's 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 also a week to week thing. It's a it's a it's a day to day thing, right? And so if I think about if I think about um on Wednesday, when we come back out here, if I think about Wednesday, how we played, how we played well in the Atlanta game, then I'm going to get my butt kicked this upcoming uh, Sunday. So it is just living in the moment of what you're in there. And and so we, we talk about dog mentality. We really talk about like I know I got guys. I know I probably sound like a broken record with it saying, hey, um, we, we just want to get better every day, and that's truly is the goal. It's not. I'm. That's something I'm saying to the the players too. I say always a good coaching point is. This is what I always say to the players. Always a good coaching point is when you know what I'm about to say after you do something, or you know, good or bad. So it's the same thing here. Like we li- truly live in the moment of how are we going to get better today? How are we going to leave this building better today than we were yesterday? Well, if you're constantly thinking, if you're thinking about the past or you've got a big ego based off of how you played and not thinking about that, you won't do that. So it's just me reminding them. But I think also, you know, they innately have this thing, this this ability to do that as well. We talk about it all the time. Players talk about it all the time. We got we got our shirts, right? We got our dog mentality shirts. And so um, we're just, you know, that's just our that's us. Just how we kind of go about it. So it's my job as a coach to 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 make sure that that importance of you know no letdowns happens. But in all honesty, like we won one game, we got to go out there and we got to do it again. That's what good teams do. They went they they come out on the field every Sunday ready to play, regardless of what happened the game before.
Mike, and then Jeff McLean. Hey, Nick. Uh, you brought up the pre-snap penalties uh, last night. Uh, that was kind of your one, uh, you know, thing that you, you took away negatively from the game. How do you go about enforcing the need to kind of monitor your surroundings and not, and not jump the gun, I guess, you know, uh, on the offensive line or the defensive line when you want guys to be so aggressive and have that dog mentality? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a difference between aggressive out of control and aggressive while playing within the rules of the game, right? And obviously, at all points, we want to be, we want to be mean, we want to be physical, we want to be aggressive while still playing completely under control. And that's the ability of a good football player, really. To be honest with you, like, hey, how do we, how do we do all these things that we just talked about, but completely out of control, or but completely in control? Pardon me, right? That's there's an art to that, and so. Um, you know, and that's just that's just being disciplined with with you know everything that you're doing, and you know, we talk about we talk about mastering the things that require no talent. You know, the, you know if you can master the things that require no talent that other teams get beat on, right? It, it, and we talk about this all the time. Master the things that require no talent, so your talent overtakes and your your talent shines. And so that's one of those things as well. Um, we just got to hone in our our energy and hone in our our want to about going out there and and getting a good get off and uh, but while still playing within the rules. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Mike Sielski. Nick, after watching the tape, what was your assessment of how Jalen handled the blitz and how his feel in the pocket and keeping his eyes down the field and, and his movements there when he was pressured? Man, I thought he did a really good job there. He did a he did an excellent job. Um, we turned a couple things free uh, that we're, we we were getting corrected today, um, and Jalen just was able to have this quick movement to get out of it. Like there's a couple times, like, hey, Jalen, on this coverage, on this play, I want your eyes over here, all right. And there was a guy blitzing over here, and he felt and he went out. So she kind of showed really, he really showed good instincts of just and good feel, like. I see the structure of the defense. I'm not really looking at it, but I'm feeling it. And so he got us out of a couple binds that we made a couple mistakes on yesterday. And so I really thought he handled that well of how he handled the blitz well. And he, while still, you know, I thought he really did a good job of running it when he was supposed to and, and throwing it when he, you know, when it, the defense allowed, you know, be, a, that, be that passer first and then go and, and run. And so, um, yeah, I was really pleased with how he handled the pressures. And they, and they brought a lot of different things at us. Go ahead, Mike, and then Zach Berman. Uh, yeah, Nick, a similar kind of question. What did the film show you about the offensive line? Um, there were a couple of plays that seemed to stand out, a block that Jordan Maialata threw on the Rager touchdown, a couple of blocks by Jason Kelsey on a Sanders run. What did you think of overall the offensive line's play? Yeah, I thought they played a really good game. Um, they they were really able to show some dominance in the run game um, to be, you know, of how they were coming off and working some double teams. And that, and that just showed up over and over again in our run game. And then I thought the pocket was very sound all the, for a majority of the game, you know, the one sack that we had, um, you know, we had to kind of move around and, and somebody wasn't open that we weren't open downfield to give credit to the defense. They, they made a good play. And then we had to move around and, and, and try to go. And that's how the sack came. So, Really pleased with the offensive line of how they played. Not surprised. I know that this is the this is the unit that we're gonna that that 
determines whether you win or lose games because you know this is that's just where games are won up front on the offense and defensive line. So really pleased with how they played and uh, I, that that block like you're mentioning that Jordan had on 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 Jalen's touchdown that was a really big time play. What you don't what the other things you don't see is Jason Kelsey wrapping around and stopping the defensive end from from kind of peeling back and making the play. And so it was just a good all-around play. Jalen making a good read. Um, uh, Jalen, uh, pardon me, Jalen Rager making a good read of the block, being in complete control when he caught the ball, and you really saw his acceleration there. So uh, just good all-around play right there, but that definitely was a big-time hit by uh, Jordan. I, I can't imagine that that felt too good for the safety. Go ahead, Zach, and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Nick, speaking about Jordan, he got that contract extension on Saturday. What did you know about him before you took the job? What have you learned about him in these past few months? And what kind of ceiling do you see in these next few years? Um, what I knew about Jordan is we did bring him into Indy when we were there to uh, for that pre, pre-draft work, st- work. And so we knew how big of a – like I just remember our strength coaches like, this guy is a huge man. And obviously that's very obvious, but he had – he had a ton of muscle mass and like something that they'd never seen before or ever. And, and so we, we were all kind of salivating over him and, and, and the potential that he had, but that's what it was. It was potential, right? It wasn't, it wasn't like you turned on South Carolina Clemson and you're like, look at this guy block. It was all potential. So ton of credit, ton of credit goes to obviously Jordan for developing himself into a player that, that gets a type of contract like this, and also his position coach, uh, Jeff Stoutland. I mean, you know, that, and, and so when you get a player that, that has good character, that, that really likes football, I, you know what, with Jordan, I'm not even sure that he knew he liked football until he got around Stout and got around, got around playing, and that's tough because he's tough, right? Um, then he can reach his potential, and, and Jordan has, as like we all said, is potential. Um, he had potential coming out, and he's just done a good job of of maximizing it. And he's still he's a young player. We still think he's got his arrow still pointing up. Go ahead, Ed, and then Dave Zingaro. Yeah, Nick, uh, the the, the uh, defense. You know, there's two red zone stops that they had. I mean, they obviously were pretty huge. But when you looked at the tape, what did anybody stand out there? Did any any takeaways from those two uh, red zone stops that you had there in the first half? Yeah, the uh, the first red zone stop. Um, I think it was the first one. Yeah, yeah, the very first one. Uh, we just got a great rush from our defensive line. There was some, there was a little spot to go with one of the ball, with the ball, but but uh, Matt Ryan couldn't throw it on on rhythm. He had to move in the pocket, and then the, because the whole defensive line kind of collapsed, and in particularly Javon Hargrave, he he beat his man and got a rush and forced him to 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 move in the pocket, and then everyone else kind of did too. The second one. I thought was um, I thought it was really good coverage on the perimeter. We just had it we just had it bottled up. Even if he would have completed that ball, um, it would have been a, it would have been a bang bang, and we, they would have been kicking the field goal anyway. But those are huge plays. Those are huge plays that we talk about a lot. That those you know we talk about as an offense, just so you kind of know to stay out of third and long. I mean, in the red zone, right? I know that's really genius of us to stay out of third and long, right? Be, be out of that. But it really is. But it really, you really got to think about that in the red zone of how do you stay out of third and long? Because as the field shrinks, 
right? As the field shrinks, third and long in the red zone are even harder than third and long in the field. So, um, you know, that that's just different coaching points. We give the quarterback offensive line in those scenarios to stay out of it. Well, the one was a third and 10 from the 10. That's a hard, like, so they did their job on first down and on second down to make it a really challenging thing on third down. Then Javon gets the, the rush. And then, um, so uh, again, we talk about also that those are four point plays. When you get a third and goal from wherever you are, unless the team's going for it on fourth down, I get that they could do that too. But if you're a third and goal, and let's say from the five out, you're probably in a four-point play. You stop them, they kick a field goal. They score, they get seven points. So those are huge. I mean, every game it feels like comes down – comes down to the final score and if you can if you can get some you can get two of those stops in a game man that changes the that changes the whole course of the game too right um you know if they score those two touchdowns it's 15 to 14 and a half that's a completely different feel and it's a different feel how the second half plays out so ton of credit goes to the defensive coaches and the, and the defensive players for executing um and really really pleased with 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 that go ahead dave and then chris franklin and Nick, what do you like about uh, Kenny Gainwell and the two-minute offense? And what did he have to show you specifically to earn that role? Yeah, you know, he had to show that he could protect because we know his ability of a, as a pass catcher. We, we've seen his ability as a pass catcher, and we've seen it even more, um, obviously, in practice and, and all the different drills we do and all uh, everything. And uh, he just had to show that, you know, if you if you just go in there and he's only releasing out into pass patterns, well – you might as well have another wideout in there, right? If he's not going to block, so we had to make sure we had to feel comfortable that he was a complete player um, there before we put him out there. Is he still have things to work on? Absolutely, he's going to be the first one to tell you he's still got to work on some things. But you know, he he'll, he wants some the back that he had yesterday, but he had a couple big time plays in protection as well, and so that's what he had to show to to earn his right out there. And so he we felt like he did that. And you can see he made a couple plays for us in that two-minute drive yesterday. I had a really good heads up. Uh, I think one of the early plays in the drive, he caught a ball. Um, he got nine yards and was savvy enough to get out of bounds um, to stop the clock so we could keep going and get that, that touchdown at the end of that half, which was a huge, huge swing for us to get that touchdown at the end of the half. All right, we have time for two more. So go ahead, Chris, and then Martin. Hey Nick, uh, JJ also JJ. He went from having a play in the fourth, having the play in the fourth preseason game to starting yesterday. I mean, how would you uh, assess the way he played and blocked, and what was your overall thoughts of the blocking by the wide receivers as a whole? You know, I, JJ, I thought did an excellent job yesterday blocking. Um, he was aggressive. He he was able to to make some plays, uh, kind of spring um, out there, and and for for extra yards. Um, you know, he sprung plays, so I kind of talk about this way. If the ball gets to the wide receivers, it's because the, the, the offensive line did their job up front, right? They they all did. They all were perfect, right, for the most part, right? Jalen made the right read. The tight end did his job. The five offensive linemen did their job. The ball got onto the perimeter. Well, the message to the receivers is, hey, when that ball gets on the perimeter, you don't ever know when that's going to happen. You never know when that's going to happen. So you got to be blocking your tails off every single time. Because when that ball gets on the perimeter and you do your job, we can turn a 10-yard run into a 20-yard run or a 30-yard run or a 40-yard run or whatever it may be. And I saw Jalen, uh, pardon me, JJ do that very well and very efficiently yesterday. And, you know, we didn't just throw him out there to do that because we didn't have a feel that he was going to do that. He's been showing us that every single day in practice, right? 
again, there's so much that goes into each and every every play. Like, hey, who's going to get this block on this if it does spring out like we think it's going to? JJ, right? Or whoever it may be. Um, and so JJ did a great job with that. He'll be rewarded with catches from that. I know he wasn't yesterday, but you know we're going to have to marry things together. That, so he's you know so he's getting some some touches off that as well. Um, so we have that threat to run and pass it. But I thought he did a great job. He, in particular, there's three blocks that come to my mind. The first two to Quez, the first two bubbles to Quez, he sprung that for extra yards. And then there was a, a run that Jalen had where he pinned the he pinned the safety. Dallas kind of wrapped around and blocked the corner, and we got an explosive play off that. So really pleased with 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 how he blocked. I thought I thought the receivers as a whole blocked well. As uh, I really Devonte stuck out to me how he blocked and. Um, you know, he's just, he's tough, he's scrappy and he'll get after you and he'll, and he'll get you covered up because he kind of had that, those same two good blocks on those first two plays that we, that we just talked about as well. Go ahead, Martin. And Nick, kind of keeping with the, uh, wide receiver theme, um, obviously, uh, you know, a guy like Jalen Rager, I mean, there were a lot of expectations on him last year, kind of had a down year with injuries and stuff like that. To see him respond kind of like the way he did on Sunday, how, how big do you think that was not only for, for you as a team, but for him, you know, personally? Yeah, I think anytime you have a you have a game and you start off the, the year like that, you, your confidence builds, right? You do a couple things technique-wise, you show your couple of your talents that you have, and your confidence really builds like, man, I, all right, I, I can make this play, I can make this play. So we just hope to build upon that and, you know, the, the, the good plays that he had, he, he's shown that, he can really he can really do some dynamic things when the ball's in his hands. He he shows that he can really go get the ball. So you know, just got to keep trying to find ways to get him get him the football and let his talent shine. All right, thanks for the time today, Coach. Thanks, everybody. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.